now we all smoke the pre-podcast blunt. God, I wish. I don't think I could podcast very well. Hi. First of all, it's called a podcast at that point. It's a very um, different market. It's for our 420 and, episode. Yeah, we'll we'll um we'll have Doug Benson on. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that 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 really broadly applies to our audience. Our audience and the Doug Benson Phantom really line up as a concentric it's circle. Basically a circle. <laughs> Hello listeners, this is your host and game master, Kat. I hope those of you who had a holiday yesterday had an enjoyable one. But hey, if you didn't, or you didn't have an enjoyable holiday, do I have an upcoming project for you? I'm working on and very nearly done with a hack of lasers and feelings called Latkes and Bruges, about surviving an eventful Hanukkah dinner with your family. In this game, you and your cool family members are called on to deal with threats from a variety of sources like your messianic cousin, that one awful in-law, or a Reddit atheist. While the game is largely inspired by my personal experiences with Hanukkah and therefore contains a lot of Yiddish, the general premise can be used for any sort of family holiday gathering. Look for that to hit my itch page in early December, or head over to zaftycat.itch.io to give me a follow so you can keep up to date. And while you're there, if you're listening on release day, today is itch.io creators day. Every penny of what you spend will go directly to me, so with that in mind, everything on my page is 5% off today. That means you're basically saving the cut that Itch would take, and I still get paid the same amount. There's never been a better time to pick up a bunch of really sweet games, so if you're interested, that's zaftycat.itch.io. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First, you can tell someone about the show. We thrive on word of mouth, and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends, your polycule, your found family, your biological family, or your kismesis. You can also be one of our favorite people in the world and leave a review for the show on the podcatcher of your choice. We're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via tweet if Twitter still exists, or preferably Tumblr message, and you'll get a shout out on the show. You can also support us monetarily by visiting patreon.com slash so says media. That's S-O-S-E-S media. With all that said, Let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
it is about 20 minutes later when uh, Rintacast, that are known to you as Gleeksel, comes out of his office and calls for a meeting. Okay, team, a quick meeting in the kitchen. We're going to do our pre-mission stand-up if everyone's ready. If you're not ready, be ready within the next five. What's the deal with sentience and breathing? I don't think that was the right kind of stand-up. Yeah, we were looking less for observational comedy and more for, like, prop comedy. Yeah. Or, like, you know, if you could do, like, um, uh, an Andrew Look Space Clay impression. I'm an organic. Mmm. This ethanol is converting into ethyl acetate in my liver's cytochrome P450s. I enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> that one's actually pretty good. You should do more prop comedy. Thank you. Okay, uh, Dwaxel, what's your stand-up routine for today? I didn't realize we had to do stand-up. I thought that was this was just a stand-up meeting. Uh, it is. I was... It was... Did your crew used to do bits? I, I was doing an anti-bit. We're we're very big on anti bits on on our on my former crew. My anti's bits are receptors. It's an anatomy joke. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So really, before we get too devolved into this whole joke thing that we're doing, um, I am gonna go over what our mission is, uh, real quick, and then. We can take off. Uh, we're headed to Narshada. We have an informant who's willing to give us some information that might help us corral the Grax. So, um, you know, probably a quick in and out mission. Nothing too complicated. Uh, we've already more or less got sufficient blackmail. We just need confirmation. And the information I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, right? yeah, com confirmation on the blackmail that we can execute on the blackmail and get the information we're after. Um, yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, if you want to punch in the coordinates, and if any of you would like to roll a knowledge underworld check, you could find out what the deal with the Grax is. What was the difficulty? Uh, average. Uh, what are the little targety ones? Those are threats. So that's two successes. Okay, you find out that the director of the films, Len Weissman, is actually married to the lead actress, um, Kate Beckinsale, of course, who then eventually goes on. Len to Weissman. The character that Paul F. Tompkins plays on Comedy Bang Bang, who sounds yeah. like this. Knowledge Underworld. <laughs> I like that movie. Oh, it's great. He went to Cupertino High School. None of the sequels, though. Uh, I got Okay, Rise, Rise of the Lycans is okay. okay. <laughs> I got Evolution success. was bad, Endless War was awful. And one threat. Okay, one success, one threat. Aaron, you rolled two successes? I'm not bothering. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, those of you who bothered to- Apple is too good for this shit. <laughs> those of you who bothered to check your memory banks or data storage, uh, would know that 
The Grax are a hut gang that does a lot of cyber mods, uh, like voluntary cybernetic modification. In particular, uh, they believe penis in enhancement. Their... What penis enhancement? Right? No. Um, kind of worse because they believe that the next step for hut evolution is to attach like 12 or so spider legs via you you're know, right that is worse droid enhanced limbs so they have a bunch <laughs> of um mechanical limbs attached to their long slug bodies that give them horrible disgusting spider legs that is much worse disturbing mm-hmm. i would prefer a penis enhancement <laughs> Technically speaking, more millipede legs than spider legs. Centipede legs more than millipede legs, because they're not covered like millipede legs are. Because millipede legs are covered by the chitinous exterior. Anyway, so we do one of those Star Wars zoom shots where... Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. So the keel punches in the coordinates. We cut to the exterior of the 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 ship as it enters hyperspace but it like transitions smoothly into like the space the ship dropping out of hyperspace over the camera in front of Narshina. The four of you are walking through the bustling city streets of Narshida, it being a ecumenopolis. You know, everything is the city. And you arrive at the destination that you were told to meet your contact at. It is a neon-illuminated nightclub with a sign that says BBs on it. It looks like there's a short line to get in, a bouncer, and some pretty expensive-looking speeders parked in the valet lot nearby. You get the impression that this is a nightclub that caters to fairly exclusive clientele who want privacy while they get drunk. Uh, okay, so here's the wrinkle I didn't tell you about on the ship. There's always something. This one's a... It's it's the kind that'll, you know... It's the kind you don't need to iron out so much as just, like, give it a a sharp tug to, like, straighten out. Leave it in the shower while you're uh, showering? Sure. Uh, you use water to shower? I thought everyone used sonic showers. I mean, like, in the old days. Like, the really old days. The really, really, really old days. That's what they do. I mean, like, I, I, I know A4 uses oil baths and stuff like that, but that's different because, you know, they're a droid. You didn't mention it's a nightclub. Yeah, it's a nightclub. Hold on. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it was a nightclub. Oh, yeah, no, you totally did. He did. I'm pretty sure he didn't. I'm underdressed now. Next time, pay more attention during the stand-up. If it helps, I am naked. Okay, we're going to move on from that. Um, So the wrinkle is that we do not have normal access to the club. This is an exclusive members-only establishment, which means we, you know... We'll need to figure out a way in. Um, so, any ideas? And what is your bribery budget? Uh, it's robust. We could try to bribe our way in. Um, that's a good option. 
I mean, there's always another physical way, right? Like the vents, good old vent crawl. I would prefer not to resort to stealth. I'm just it thinking would be about options. If we could meet with our contact without worrying about being seen. Oh, absolutely, I agree. Like, like first plan should be, you know, social engineering. Then we can, you know, use our physical engineering if it comes to it. I just, I want to make sure that we have that second ingress if we need it. Yeah, Um. so building plans say that there are a couple of fire exits. There's a staff entrance we might be able to use. Oh, yeah, we got options. Yeah, uh, just, you know, if we can get in the front, it's easier for everyone. Um, so let's maybe try the bribe first. Um, so the four of you head to the door. You don't wait in line because that's not your style. Gotta look important. Mm-hmm. Uh, people seem disgruntled about that, but the bouncer is handling it fairly professionally. It, the bouncer is a Gamorian... Not clad in typical Gamorrean loincloth and bandoliers, but rather in a really nice-fitting suit that, you know, gives him a bit of a dignified air. Name? Uh, Dwaxel She? No, no, no. You do not bother with the list. We... Uh, no, I do bother with the list. We already have a meeting set up. Do you know the name of the party you're meeting with? What was her name again? You guys don't know that. The only thing you know is that she is a, a Lethen Twi'lek. So, uh, name? We are here to see the Twi'lek. Look, buddy, we got like two dozen Twi'leks on staff. No, 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 no. It, it, the Twi'lek. You're gonna have to be more specific than that. Unless you would like to roll. For a coercion? Yeah. Or a deception? I think you're trying to coerce rather than deceive. Uh, so this will be... What about charm? That if doesn't... include that, a bribe. Rack does not seem to be taking a charm tack. Gotcha. If you wanted the charm, you would have to attempt to charm. Gotcha. So um, this will be easy. <laughs> easy? Cool. So that is two successes, two advantages. Wait, you mean... Rek has pretty good coercion. <laughs> the Twi'lek? I... Yes. I gotcha. Sorry, sorry, guys, sorry. I just... This is like a... This is a business meeting, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, um... Yeah, uh... Whew, I am gonna need a name for the list. What's, uh... If she was expecting uh, you, she'd have your names on here. What's, uh, Gleeksel's name again? Glixel is going by Renta Cass. And he would be the face for the party? Mm-hmm. It put it under Renta Cass. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're not on the list. So, uh... I'm sure there's a way that, uh, you know, maybe they just haven't given you an, up, an updated list yet. Um, maybe we could uh, expedite that update if you catch my drift. Catching your drift, and I'm uh, surfing that wave. Um, T tapping. Two hundred credits. Uh, Keel hands out uh four hundred. Have a lovely evening, folks. Enjoy your stay at Beebe's, and 
The bouncer opens the door for you guys. You're doing a wonderful job. <laughs> hey, actually, you know what? Uh, thanks. That, that means a lot. Uh, you know, I, I work pretty hard at this job. It's not often you get someone willing to pay double the standard bribe. You guys are all right. <laughs> it's the and union now he's standard. an ally when we get into a fight. <laughs> yes. Grubnar will remember this. You enter the club to the booming sound of sort of electro-pop music. Um, it's very Erica-friendly music. <laughs> it's a little bit, like, you know, it, it kind of almost has, like, the vibes of if Sophie wrote a song for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, that does sound good. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> want to hear this song that I have just made up. <laughs> <laughs> the club itself is exactly as dark as you would expect a nightclub to be, with a broad coverage of fairly noxious smoke. You get the impression that this is the frequent stopover for a lot of huts in particular, and, you know, huts tend to live a bit more hedonistically than most. The sound of the music can, like almost drowns out all speech. Uh, other than the fact that you do occasionally hear a DJ shouting something over the music into his microphone. Um, their microphone, because it's one of those two-headed aliens and one of them is Greg Proops. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> They're yelling in both Galactic Basic and Hutties. So, can I have you guys roll a average perception? Uh, two failures and an advantage. Two threats. That's neutral with two threats. Ultimately a failure. Okay, so we have two failures and one threat. Aaron, what did you roll? One success and two advantages. So we have one failure failure. and one advantage net. (laughs) Uh, But I think this is an individual roll. I don't need to do is a net thing. Dwaxel and A4, you don't really see anything. But, you know, one of the things that is generally true about Bothans is that they make very good spies and the hallmark of a good spy is their skill at observation and Rack, you are able to, as you do a quick scan over the nightclub, notice a gorgeous looking bright red skinned Twi'lek woman sitting at the bar talking to uh, one of those um, oh god, I can't remember what the name of the alien is. Um, they're the ones who kind of look like they have a walrus face with a butt for a mouth. Oh yeah, um... You're just googling walrus butt face now, aren't you? Aqualish. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so, uh, she's entertaining a Aqualish gentleman who seems to be giving off the kind of body language that says... I'm really into you while she is giving off body language that says this is a job. 
Would you like to let the rest of your party know? I suppose Rack can uh, give a nudge to Gleeksel. Yeah, I spotted her too. Um, which one of us is going to cut in on this conversation? I'm going to suggest maybe not a four. Likely not. Subtlety is not my forte. Uh, Rinta, you want to you want to second me? Yeah, I can uh, can wing for you. All right. Uh, two of you find us a table. Very well. Booth or freestanding? I would prefer a booth, but if a four top's the only thing you're gonna be able to get us, maybe something a little private. So, Keel, you and Gleeksel head over to this woman. Um, Gleeksel goes up to the bar a couple of seats away, just to like you know provide some reasonable facsimile of an excuse to be there and you approach the woman and her companion would someone want to play the aquilish gentleman erica sure his motivation is to score (laughs) so that's when i uh was you know forced to fly uh us all out of there and well, yes, let's course, just, it's, uh, it wasn't an easy flight, you know, but a pilot like me, uh, we're, uh, capable of, uh, well, when I say we're, I'm capable of, uh, seeing so fast that even at light speed, it, um, uh, got us there. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so this is how you stole the quarterly payroll for an entire sector well it it's more complicated than that because uh well you see uh um the huts wanted it and you know uh so it it was probably more information than that not just that i am this sounds very fascinating sounds like a lot of uh credits that you scored there um yeah, uh... Quarterly payroll. You looking for the bar? You're no. in the wrong place. No, I'm not. Um, I believe you may have, uh... I think your lady friend here doesn't uh, seem too interested in the uh, quarterly payroll escapade. Well, Sorry, friend. <laughs> I think you, I was actually more interested in the, um... I was more interested in the twink you had described as having been crushed to death. Well, yeah, because he was a, a dumbass. What I am saying is, uh, thank you for your time and the drinks. Um, so, I mean, I have my room that, that, is... That's going to be a no, friend. Is that a no? Hey, yeah. shut the criff up. I, you are... I'm just looking to be a... Um, you don't look like you got a wigman here tonight, do you? I don't need a wigman. Oof. Every pilot needs a wingman. I'm sorry, honey, you do absolutely need a wingman. Yeah. This has not been impressive. Well, fuck you, bitch. You're dumb and ugly anyway. Gonna go find someone actually hot. We both know that's not true. Smash cop. Sound effect. Added in post. (laughs) Can't even... Won't even... Doesn't know an alpha when he sees it. She sees it. She... I... I'm an alpha. Come on. Grillix, Grillix, remember those videos you watched? You're the you alpha. You really have to get on She's the Sigma client set. This alpha shit isn't going to work for you. I, 
didn't know you could hear me. Uh, you yeah, haven't you're, left. You're, you're, very you're, you're just muttering to yourself here. Criff, you bitch. You're. F- uh, um, You've oh, already fuck. done this do routine. You, oh, oh, no. Um, here, let me, let me buy you a drink. You'd be cute if not for the nose. God, I forget the nagging the part of that video. I know for a fact that I have a very elegant nose, and if you don't approve of it, that is your problem, not mine. Fine. Seriously, um, of all the things, the nose? That was the one you picked out? Okay. I mean, to each their own, I guess. Uh, I'm leaving because I because you am too to. good to be here. I am yes. too good. Remember, Gerlix, you are too good to be here. Okay. Would you like me to buy you a drink for the road? You look like you could use a pick-me-up. Criff, you bitch. I'm better than that. Stomp off. Storm off. It go, was lovely meeting go you. Go watch Bryn Shapiro videos. <laughs> <laughs> Bryn Shapiro. I love it. Star Wars Shapiro. That's a very... <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the assist. There's something dreadfully dull about pilots telling tall tales. Uh, I mean, I didn't... Like, you can clearly handle yourself. I just... Can I be honest here? Kind of just wanted to rub it in, because it looked like he was striking out real hard there. You know, I I can appreciate that. You wouldn't uh, happen to be Rinta Cass, would you? I was told to expect a Erodian. Nah, um, unfortunately, Rinta Cass is uh, my friend over here, but uh, I'm Draxoshi. It is uh, lovely to meet you, Draxel. She holds out a hand. Uh, Keel is very not used to this kind of uh, uh, kind of courting ritual of uh, when it comes to meetings like this. So he's like, uh, "Pleasure is all mine," um, and gives a light kiss. You have the hands of a pilot. I do. I don't have the tall tales. Would the two of you like to? Uh... Retreat to my private room? Or did you bring others with you? We have others, but uh, they're okay to wander the floor, I think, right now. Uh, I'd prefer to have them with us. <sighs> Renta, always with the OPSEC. Um, yeah. Look, I, I'm... We can, we can get into it later. And he almost says, uh, he, he catches himself almost saying pun by by default so you as as you're walking to go pick up a four and rack uh the twi'lek woman who still hasn't introduced herself asks you so how long ago was the two of you together long enough well uh if it helps uh he doesn't seem to hold a grudge i'd be worried if he did so uh these are your other two friends? Co-workers. Co-workers, then. Because this pile of poodoo wouldn't be able to make a friend if he tried. <laughs> I can't tell if you're talking about me or Renta. I don't know you. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. But your humor seems like the kind that, that you'd say that for me. Idiots. Correct. 
Now, man, uh, we were introducing yeah. ourselves. Yes, we were. And you are? A4PL. Friends call me A4. And you're? Uh, Rack. And I know that is Dwexel. And that is Rinta. And the custom is that none of you know who I am. You are the Twi'lek we need to speak with. Uh, yes. So I have some information that your uh, employer has been looking for as a uh, strategy for, uh, you say, light blackmail. In my line of work, we cater to a fairly exclusive clientele, many of whom would be ruined if the work that we do were to become public knowledge. Particularly, uh, your boss has paid me rather handsomely to tell you that one of my personal clients is Dodon Zahat. I have uh, hollow images for you. You should not open them here. They contain a compromising evidence of this hut in uh, positions unbecoming of a uh, hut mobster. If you understand what I mean, these are going to be good. <laughs> I take the I take your meeting. So if uh, if you wish to, you can uh, exert some pressure on this hut and potentially the entire crack gang. And what is it you ask from us? I simply need you to do your best to destroy the influence. The Glacks are some of the foremost slavers in this sector, and well, it has been my mission to exert my influence to uh, help those people held in bondage, since the Republic will not take a hard stance on any of this. If you can destroy them, perfect. If you can weaken the influence, also good. If this just makes one hat very uncomfortable, that works for me too. That is all I need. Very well. This seems amenable. There is a small townhouse development that where, where Dundon lives. There, uh, you can find more information. I have his address and everything like that. Um, it's on our client rolls. You did not hear this information from me, but you should go to Zagashatonka. It is a subdivision, as you will find relatively easily. And she hands over a data pad. Uh, if there is anything else you need, please let me know. Otherwise, I require nothing further. Then I shall bid you all adieu. Au bon chance. Bye. Okay, so the four of you leave the club rather uneventfully. Hooray. Saying bye to uh, whatever his name is. Krubnar. Krubnar. Okay, bye guys. It was lovely meeting you. Don't let the union dudes get keep you down. Uh, union? <laughs> Look it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just started a uh, bouncers union. <laughs> so it's a short taxi ride over to the Gashatonka subdivision. Um, you you look it up on the information net. And you're treated to a little audio blurb. The Gashatanka, otherwise known as the Sun's Arms, 
is a shabby subdivision of townhomes for the hut on the go. Catering to the up-and-coming mover and shaker, these luxury homes give you the comfort of suburban living with the convenience of city amenities at arm's reach. Yeah, too comfortable for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. It seems kind of nice, other than, you know, being on Narshadal with all that entails, but, like, there's some greenery. But, like, look at these cookie-cutter houses. They look all the same. And they're all kind of, like, just luxurious enough that you can, like, fool yourself into thinking you got it well made like i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to be one of these suckers i at least you know i might be living you live on a ship i'd i'd rather you know if if i don't have it made i don't want to i don't want to fool myself into thinking i've got it made you know yeah sure but like you know some people might aspire to this sort of thing i don't know yeah (sighs) I guess, I guess I just don't understand the mentality of people who live like that. Just wanting a place? Yeah, it's not important. It's not important. So you exit the cab together outside of what looks to be probably the most cookie cutter set of townhomes you have ever seen. And that's like hard because townhomes are already very cookie cutter. But like, you know, this looks excruciatingly samey think that it's part of the strategy to keep themselves on the down low? I mean, that's entirely possible. Um, We're looking for number uh, 38. So, um, you know, let's try to keep this... Monte use makes eights look like zeros. That's annoying. Um, Okay, no, uh, I think that's it. You see a 36 and a 40, so look you know... Look across the road and look for the 37, 39. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's basically the way you figure this out. Um, so how would you like to attempt to get into this house? Could knock. You could knock. Any other ideas? I could attempt to disable their security system. I think that's probably the best route to take, just so... That we, you know, don't show up on cameras. One time, I want to, I just want to crawl in a vent. Is that too much to ask? Yes. Uh, yes, we're not crawling in vents. Just, just one time, for old time's sake. Okay, tell you what, next mission, I will make sure we do something where you can crawl in a vent. Thank you. If you stay around. Crawl in the chimney. But, Rack, I swear to the wills, I will come over there. And I will splash water on you. Uh, This one is giving legitimate strategy. Let's try slicing first, and then we can use the chimney if that fails. Who would like to try slicing the security system? Probably A4. Believe it or not, I don't have computer skills. Wow, okay. What? Um, (laughs) Um, I have skullduggery out the wazoo, but... Uh, hacking can also be skullduggery. This will be, um... What is, uh, Aaron, what's your character's, uh, intellect? Two. Erica? He is much more cunning. Erica's intellect is also a two. We're all twos. I'm as smart as the computer. Boop, beep. Um, what's the difficulty on the skullduggery, on, uh, disabling the lock? E- easy. Uh... 
two successes, two advantages. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you, you definitely open the door. Um. You know, you've managed to get through the system. The system is really not that complex. It's a pretty bad security system, actually. It's very suburban. Um. More that it seems like it's. It seems like it was left unlocked. <laughs> um. This lock was highly complex. You should be grateful. I am capable of opening said lock. Uh, yeah, thanks, A4. Okay, um, let's keep this as quiet as possible. I want to make sure we don't disturb anything that we don't need to. Uh, his access to the Grack internet should be set up probably on a computer upstairs. I don't, from what I'm given to understand you're meant to keep your access limited to something secure and i think usually with these types they're gonna assume that the place they sleep is the most secure i mean that's pretty logical Sh sure um so let's take a stealth approach on this one and uh just try not to make too much noise we don't want to alert any guards i have you all roll stealth Versus skill that goes with it. Stealth is based agility. on agility, yes. What's the difficulty? Uh, average. One triumph, two successes. I mean, stealth is like a bonkers skill for me. I know, um, you are literally a stealth droid. <laughs> yeah, and and two advantages. Uh, straight up, just one success. Two advantages. Eh, good enough. So... Not only are you able to carefully and collectively sneak your way upstairs without making a sound. A4, you are literally built for this. And you're able to use a thermal scan as you do your sneaking. That tells you that there is currently only one person in the building. There's currently only one other occupant in the building. The heat signature and shape would indicate a hut. Well, in that case, I think we've got our target for blackmail and a pretty easy time on this one. I'm a little... Is anyone else getting bad vibes off of that? It's too no. easy. Do not look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. Let's maybe take this a little extra cautiously. You know, the, the, the Mr. Johnson we got this mission from wants us to be <laughs> in and out quick and clean. So tell me this isn't a Shadowrun mission. Oh, this is absolutely a Shadowrun oh, mission. Oh, yeah. Beep boop. We might as well switch systems at this point. <laughs> I'm not going to learn Shadowrun. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that is a fucking system. All right. So you basically unassailed make it up to this guy's room. I shoot him. Uh, yes. Just kick the door down and shoot. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not the mission. It is you now, like bitch. I remember the mission. Brenta Cass will open the door. Not just open the door. Knock first. Really, like displaying some arrogance here. Whoa! 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 Uh, who's there? 
your worst nightmare. Okay, I don't like how that sounds. Oh, come on. It's just a joke. Can we be jokes? Can't we just You're be friends here? You're breaking into my house, so no. Breaking, schmaking. Come on. Jokingly, we're breaking in. That's not how jokes work. Your cousin paid us to do a little thing here. Gracchus? Gracchus, exactly. Roll a deception check. <laughs> Why is this the route we went? So this will be um, this will be hard upgraded once. Do we have a dice pool? A uh, force pool? Yes, you have two light side. Um, <laughs> so that, that is four failures and an advantage. Gracchus would have called me before he sent anyone. Not if it was a prank. You never heard of a little prankle bro? A prankle bro? Listen, I've got a dozen armed guards ready and waiting to take out anyone who tries anything, so... That's a lie. A4, tell them. You lied. (laughs) (laughs) That... That... I like I'm gonna take some rust buckets word that I'm lying when I know I've got those guards. You will regret calling me this. I take very good care of my systems and pride myself on maintenance. Oh, how was I supposed to know? You haven't opened the door yet. <laughs> oh, correct. I forget that you cannot sense thermal presences through doors, nor can you determine the cleanliness of the presence. Through thermal detect. I will open the door, kick. You carefully open the door after saying kick. And there is a Grack Ganger hut with a large bore laser pistol pointed directly at the door. And he says, I told you I wasn't lying about those 12 security guards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. As he points to each one of his disgusting millipede legs. How? I. Those aren't. Those are. Those are legs. Those aren't. I. You know what? Screw this. Uh, Kiel grabs his blaster and points it at Bingus the Hut. <laughs> What's his name again? Dadun. Dadun. Points it at Dadun. Sure, we can stand here all day. I pressed the panic button five minutes ago. Oh, that's fine. I Rinta. disconnected the panic button six minutes ago. Criff. Rinta. Yeah. You got the thing? I got the thing. He pops up a hollow puck on his hand, and the... The hologram that is projected is that of this very hut in various... It's rotating through various images of this hut in a submissive position at a BDSM dungeon, which, you know... I believe we call this blackmail. That's not me. That's not me. Where did you get that? How did you find it? What? That's not me, but how did you get that? Basically wearing a name tag. Where we got it isn't important. It's what we're going to do with it if you don't give us what we want. What do you want? You've got a hollow disk with some important information. Our client needs it. What information? We're looking for 
any records of sales you might have had with attaches for an Imperial Remnant. If that's the case, you should just kill me right out. I Just put me out of my misery, because whatever the criff, the four of you are going to do is so much, so much easier than what I'll have to deal with. If, I'm fi- if they find out that I'm a rat... Very well. I, if I'm a, if, if they tell me, if, if it gets around that Dudun the Hut is a womp rat, I'm finished. So one of you may as well just kill me now. I shoot him. Okay. Uh, roll, roll your weapon. I assume this is short range. <laughs> yes. Uh, three successes and a threat. What's your damage? Um, seven on the. Heavy blaster pistol with a critical rating of three. Oh, which is advantages. So yeah. never mind. Yeah, yeah. So he 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 takes the shot. He's a hut. Yeah. It doesn't do a lot. Crap. Uh, oh, oh, I mean, like, at least try to like execute me instead of shooting me from that far away. That really didn't work. Uh, Did you, it hurt? Yes. I can do worse. Uh. He looks up at you, like, a little bit sheepishly. Promise? Organics are disgusting. Look, I don't need to know what you're into. This this blaster scoring here on you from A4 here, yeah, that'll that'll go a long way. You're not- Oh, wait. I can do worse. I disable his fucking robo-legs. No! Not my walkers! Go! No! My security! Uh, Griff! Uh, he tries to... He starts slithering along and he's forgotten how. <laughs> this may be the end for Dada and the Hut. Just... Just give us the information. Uh, okay, we'll be okay, out of okay, your hair. Okay, uh, I just... I know that we've been... Selling ordinance to... Uh, some Imperial Remnant... I, I don't have a lot of information. I'm not that important. Where's the data stick? I don't have a data stick. We just... You, you, if one of you can hack the system, like maybe you might be able to pull it off the internet. Do you have a contact? I have a console. So you, you don't... You, how, do you, how do you contact them? With the console. That's connected to the network. Okay, A4. You seem to be good at computers. I, like, I, I don't know how to explain networked computers to you. I will speak with it. Just, like, uh, uh, can one of you, like, get me some food or something? I'm gonna be no. stuck here for a while. Look, Dadan, just... I can't use the stairs! Criff, you're, you're pathetic. Wow. Kind of feel bad for you, but, like, Wow. I do not feel bad for you. Oh, oh. Let's just grab the data and go. A4. I would you mind the terribly? Data. Actually, um, you are going to have to roll a no! hard <laughs> computers or skullduggery <laughs> check to see if you can access these systems. Zoolander, the data is in the computer. Hard skullduggery. What is your skullduggery? Um, three yellows and a green. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, oof. 
uh, closer than I would have thought, though. Um, one success, four advantages, which is where most of those dice went. And no specials. The, the information that is displayed says that the arms were sold to Hugh Cassius, who, on his accounts, has styled himself as Grand Moff Cassius. And the other information that you get is that the delivery was brought to a flotilla. A couple of Star Destroyers, a smattering of ties, and, you know, various support ships that were to be met en route to New Alderaan. As you... Do you choose to distribute that information to the team, or is it just a thing that you download and give to Renta? I have received the data. We can discuss it later. Yeah, that works for me. Um, we should get out of here sooner rather than later. Um, and he throws down a ration pack near Dudun. Stop drooling over yourself, clean yourself up, and act like a real criffing hut. As you head down the stairs, a silhouette fills the front door. That silhouette is fairly distinct insofar as it is wearing a rather wide-brimmed hat and carries a distinctly Duros shape. I'm looking for Kiel Krennic. The space formula driver. That one, yeah. Well, not sure why you're, uh, looking here, friend. Well, friend, I got good information that he is you. It's news to me. You want to compare your face to that on the poster? Because everything I see says you're Kilkrennic. What is he wanted for? You know, I don't gotta tell you nothing. Yes, but he is currently in my custody. And if I am to turn him over, I would like to know why I am doing so. He's wanted on four counts of grand larceny. Four? Four counts of grand larceny. A couple of counts of, uh, I'm making this up. I just take the bounties. I don't know why. I don't ask why. Who's paying you? I don't ask who. It seems as though you do not ask was many it questions. Wraith? It was Wraith, wasn't it? So you are Kielkrennic. I'm not going to argue with you now. This one came from the top. Your uh, departure from Sinar left a lot of people perturbed. I'm going to hazard a guess that Wraith wants me alive. My bounty is not going to be much useful to him if I'm taken in debt. So, way I see it, we've got I one option here. I think you might here. be overestimating your worth. I know things about Sinar that could bring them down. And you think that means they want you alive? Partner, I've got some news for you. I know things that Sinar needs to know. Way I see it, there's only one way out. You coming with me? Because that's the that's only funny. way I see. Um, I have a shield remote. Okay. Um, I'm not going to use it right now. Um, if you want to dance, we can dance, partner. Kiel, um... His hands are hovering over his blasters. I am going to use Quick Strike to add a blue die to my roll against him. Uh, so you are going to upgrade this three times? 
and say you're at medium range because you guys are headed down the stairs and he's in the doorway. So let, let's call that medium range. Um, and that'll be upgraded thrice. Three successes, two threats. Okay, so what's your damage on that? So that's nine damage. He takes the blaster shot like he's been shot hundreds of times before. And in a bare instant, he's got his blaster pistol out and leveled at you. Like, almost the second you fire, another shot comes back at you. That is uh, four successes and two advantages. So that is um, ten damage and a crit. Rolled a 93. That is at the brink. I suffer one strain for every action until healed. So, you, the rest of you done criffing around, or am I going to have to shoot the three of you too? I would prefer not to be shot. I think that's the rather sane position to take. If you want to go, the three of you can go. Uh, Kiel glances over at Gleeksel. Um, Kiel. I... We were... I'll find a way out. I... You're on my team. You're my responsibility. I'm not leaving here without you. This was... It's safer. He is on probation. Get the hell out of here. I... But... If you're on your own, this you're is, dead. This is not worth the risk. I can handle it. Are... You... Just... I uh, don't... He gives a look and, like, subtly starts counting down with his with his hand. Mm-hmm. As if to mo- motion that he's going to make a break for it. Uh, so is this a plan that you have previously executed together? Yes. So in this plan, what is the action you're expecting Gleeksel to take? Gleeksel is going to pretend as if he's going to leave, but then turns around and like fires a distraction shot so that I can escape. Gotcha. Uh, all, all right. Look, We'll, we'll go. Hey, I'm sorry. You were on probation. I can't risk the mission or the crew. I knew what I was signing up for. He holds up his hands and, or like, like he's suddenly counting down with his fingers behind his back or something. Yeah. Behind his back. Three. Yeah. uh, Two. Guys, let's go. One. Do you, okay. What do you do here? Um, I just. What are my exits? North, south, and Dennis. What? You cannot get you flask. <laughs> uh, that's a home star runner joke. I'm sorry. Uh, you can yeah. try for a window. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna try for a window. Okay. Um, roll for me. Athletics. Roll a roll a hard athletics check. I think is probably what I want to do here. Okay. I'm going to spend a point to upgrade. Oh, motherfucker. That is like garbage roll. Um, so that's two failures and a threat. Perfect for the narrative, but... So, here's the thing. As you make a break for it, uh, Gleeksel fires a shot 
at the at at Cad Bane, who has turned around to try to get you, basically. Because he sees you running, he turns his attention to you, using yourself as the bait, in effect. And he fires that shot, and it whiffs completely. And in response, with the reaction that... The kind of reaction that you would expect from someone with precognitive abilities, maybe something that SD might be able to do. Um, Cad Bane fires two shots, neither of them at you, both of them directly at Gleeksel. And I'm going to roll these two shots, and I'm going to let you know that this is six successes, four advantages, and two triumphs. And you, as you make a break for it, see Gleeksel collapse onto the ground with a blaster wound, two blaster wounds smoking from his chest. It kind of looks like both of them hit him, more or less directly in the heart. And then immediately you feel a cable wrap around your legs as he throws a pair of bolas at your feet and you fall down face first, you hit hard, and you black out. End of episode. Chicks with Dice is a production of So Says Media. To support the work we do, visit patreon.com slash so says media. The game featured in this episode is published by Edge Studios. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, or to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners. The theme song for The Same Coin was written and performed by Chris Postel of Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com to hear more of Chris's work. For all other music and sound effects, see liner notes for details. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Rack Trinit. Aaron uses they-them pronouns. 40 Under 40 Gay Luminary Erica Rebecca Belsas played A4PL. Erica uses any-all pronouns. Emma Hislop played Dwaxel She, aka Keel Krennic. Emma uses shrug emoji pronouns, which function like any pronouns. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use it-its and she-her pronouns. Until next time, stay wizard.